In this series, we're talking about prayer and the presence of God. And in the last program, I talked about that God had given authority to Adam, but Adam fell in sin. Now, Jesus states in Matthew, Matthew 28, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and earth. And he has given to his church his authority. And it's in his name that we can rule in the spirit. And God rules in the earth through his church that uses his name. Jesus exercised the demons. He cast out the demons. He calmed the sea. He commanded the fish to swim into the nets. He ruled the human body. He cast us sickness and disease and demons out of people. People that were missing members, the maimed, had new members grow out. Members of their body were amputated, but they grew back. When Jesus ministered, he still does the same thing. He fed the multitudes with just a few bread, pieces of bread and a few fish. All these miracles he's still doing. How? He does it by the anointing of the Spirit in the name of the Father. Now we do it in the name of Jesus and then led by the Spirit of God. And it's the Father's work through the Spirit and God is glorified. Hallelujah. Jesus did not exercise any authority or ability that is not for us today, the body of Christ. He didn't do anything that we can't do today. Hallelujah. But it has, been led by, it has to be led by the Spirit. See, we can't just mechanically go out and say, well, I'm going to do the works of Jesus. Jesus walked on water, so I'm going to walk on water. No, you have to be led by the Spirit. The Bible says, Romans 8, 14, For as men are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And in John 5, we read how Jesus said, I don't do anything except what I see the Father do. Jesus didn't mechanically heal everybody. No. The Bible says he came to his own city, his own town, hometown, but because of the unbelief, he did not there do many miracles, except he healed a few sickly people. Why didn't he heal more people? Because they did not believe, they didn't receive him. The audience, the people have something to do with it too. But Jesus was sent there by the Father. But he said, I only do what I see the Father do. So we should operate as well. It's not a mind thing. It's a spirit thing. There are people in Africa that raise the dead. And uh, I've seen it twice in my own ministry that God had brought people back that weren't breathing and had no heartbeat. And they were like that for several minutes, some of them for over five minutes. Yet God brought them back. In Africa, I hear that there is a common place we're raising the dead in some, some areas. And the ministers that do this, they have that calling. They see that this dead person, they see it in a vision or in a dream that a, a person has died and God wants to bring him back. So but they just see it and they know that God wants to, has called them to do it. So they go there and they just carry out what they've seen. Jesus said, what I see, I do. Only what I see. Jesus said, I can in my own self do nothing. Except what the Father does, I do also. 
what I see, what I hear. He spoke what he heard the Father say. He acted on what he saw the Father do. And that's the secret to miracles, is to see and hear in the Spirit and to be led by the Spirit of God. Many times, sometimes when I started in the ministry of healing and deliverance and the ministry of bringing the prophetic ministry, bringing the presence of God and evangelistic ministry sort of flow together in my case, I saw three days before that there were going to be, I saw the service. I saw people in the service and I saw their afflictions and I heard some names, many of their names I heard as well. Now, three days later, I come there today in that service and I see these people that I have seen before. Then it's easy to minister because I've already seen it. Nevertheless, it requires faith. And those that received it, that were healed, and many did, and many were healed and delivered to the glory of God. So the key is to, to hear and to see what God is saying and see what He is doing. This authority is released as we have knowledge of the Word. He says, like I quoted in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all power, says in King James, should be authority, that word, hath been given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and make disciples, students of the word, that's what it means, and of all nations, and lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of this age. He's with us in the word, that living word that is quickened in our hearts, you know, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. 2 Corinthians 3, 6, the letter killeth, that it was the law that killed. Even the new covenant word, if it's not quickened by the Spirit, it's not, it can't do the job. It can't get the job done. But the word quickened in our hearts and the word mixed with faith. As, as, quick, as it is quickened, our faith comes alive. And He's with, and he, with us in that living word, that rhema word. He's with us to His name. Hallelujah. Is with us through the presence of the anointing, the Holy Spirit. This authority was given to Him, but He is the head of the church, and we are the members. It's for the church to use this authority on His direction. The authority that is in His name is potentially in our lips. We allow that authority to be released as we speak in His name, led by the Spirit. Through this authority, we can give liberty to people, liberty from sickness, liberty from demons. We can bless man, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. You know, the devil wants us to curse man, to speak evil of man, negative words. Cursing literally means speaking evil of. In Spanish, it's maldecir, maldecir, or speak evil of, bendecir, meaning speak well of. But we speak, we are called to speak God's word, speak blessing and not cursing. He has given His name to us. He has given us the Spirit. He has restored everything that Adam lost. We are the rulers. We are the, to be the rulers over the devil and all of the forces of hell. Matthew 16, 18. Thou art Peter upon this rock, I'll be my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. These were the words that Jesus spoke to Peter. 
Hallelujah. We are masters of demons. The law of sin hallelujah, is broken through the blood of Jesus. We have been redeemed and we can redeem others. We can forgive sin. The Bible says, Jesus said, we ha Jesus had authority to forgive sin on earth. And in his name, we have the ability to forgive sin. If anybody sinned against you, you can forgive their sin by pardoning them. By saying, I forgive you. Or if you don't can't meet them in person, you can say to the Lord, I forgive that person that did this terrible thing to me because you have forgiven me. So I forgive them. I, give, I ask you to forgive them, Lord. He has redeemed us. He has made us new creations, new creatures. We are made righteous. He dwells in us. He gives us his name. He has given us his name. What did he expect for us to do after he gave us all these things? Praise God. Does, did he expect us just to read the word and never act on it? Did he expect us to just enjoy the salvation ourselves and never share it with others? No, this we have been given much to give much. Is Satan invincible? No, we are more than conquerors, like I said. We must not yield to Satan's dominion and Satan's Satan rule circumstances, but rather we must rule over the circumstances in his name. Do we have to say that? Military forces, tanks, planes, bombs are to rule this world? Or is there still a God in heaven that we are connected to? God is asking us, if thou wilt believe, God is speaking to us, he's asking us, will you believe? Will you receive by faith what I have given you? Will you act in faith? Will you go forth in my name and obey me? We must take these facts seriously in the same way as a nation has to abide, abide or have laws and rules for society to be civilized and exist. These rules and laws of God are higher rules and laws. We have to pray for all authority. God has given authority to man. We have to study these things so that become as real to us. The new creation, the new cre that we're new creatures must become as real to us as the necessity of, of the daily necessities that we have and, and the, the things that we are asked to do by our government and by our authorities. We must face the Word of God square on and receive it 100% and begin to practice it more and more. We are surrounded by demonic forces that are dominating the humans, human beings in the earth. But the church has been given authority over these. The only ones that can rule over these are the church. And the church has in many cases not taken its position. Like we said before, the time is coming for the church to take its position. And the prayer as a method of dominion over these diabolical forces that are destroying civilization. Prayer, us seeking God, hallelujah. As we seek his face and get our marching orders, we can go to war 
for mankind and everything that God has promised he will do but he cannot do it without our faith and we cannot do it without praying communicating talking to God we cannot do it without knowing the word we cannot do it without his presence his anointing upon our lives and but as we do what he has called us to do and as we act in faith God is glorified and men are set free hallelujah we're standing at the on the threshold of the greatest revival the world has ever seen in many places already started but it's going to sweep the earth the glory of God shall fill the earth and his church is the instrument that God has called to do this and that he will use to do this this is the third program in this series of prayer and the presence of God importance of prayer and seeking the presence of God through the presence of God and through prayer we become able believers we become vessels that God can use to glorify himself in Jesus name may God richly bless your life amen <music>